0: Welcome to the mic Chloe Kemp from Kent It's time to be frank, it's time to bend From mental health to parental death Where the humour is dark as she's bereft There'll be tears and there'll be laughter And of course if we talk about those pyjamas Pull up a her in the front row now Turn down the lights, it's time to get the clo down Let's get the clo down
1: everyone and welcome to Get the Clow Down with me, Chloe Kent. And today I am with, by popular demand, somebody you might know as Glowy by Chloe. Hey. Whoop, whoop. Hello. <laughs> Miss Chloe Mitchell. Are you okay?
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm loving the leopard print. Thanks. My hair I keep on looking at looks absolutely awful. You guys...
1: You guys can't see, but I'm looking at leopard print and blonde hair. We've got like a real Bette Lynch vibe going on over here. I'm living.
0: <laughs> I'm glad no one else can see.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just we're keeping this audio only for now. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, Chloe, as you know, obviously I make so many dark humor TikToks about my mum and everything else. And when I, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I can't even talk.
0: <laughs> What do you Remix.
1: Yeah, literally. You know I feel like we should be starting this later and we should have had a prosecco or something.
0: We can crack it over now, it's fine.
1: I might need it. Might even help me to talk.
0: Oh, you cracked
1: Anyway, so everybody wanted me to talk to you, hear from you. I don't know the story, so I'm really excited. I'm just walking into this like fresh. So lay on me. For people that don't know, let's, let's hear a little
0: bit about, about your story and what happened. Um, so lost my dad a, around a year and a half ago, March, what were we in? So 2021, um, he passed away to cancer. Um, so in August 2019, we got told that he had throat cancer. Mm-hmm. Um which he had like a lump in the back of his throat. I remember we was going to PT um, because he wanted to get like healthier and literally he was a bit poorly there. And then he was like, I can feel something at the back of my throat. And I looked and uh, there was like a lump at the back of his throat. And I just said, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Like, just go to the doctors. You'll get some antibiotics. Typical man, didn't go for a little while until me and my mum put our foots down and said like, you're going. Um, So he went, they gave him a course of, antibiotics for a week um thing it was tonsillitis if it didn't go within a week he had to go back had to go back immediately went in for like testing and everything and the tests come back that he had throat cancer um so he had to start like radiotherapy um having all the treatment that, that was awful like he couldn't eat like because it was pure like was it like heat to the to the throat um yeah. where he's like the radiotherapy um and then I can't I can't remember exactly when so he went through all of that went through Christmas and then 2020 I think it must have been February or something he went for his checkups and they were like all clear got the all clear Oh wow! yeah and then I think it was a month (laughs) then a month after he had to go for tests to obviously check because I think it's like a month, six months, year. Yeah. Like And then the results come back that he actually had it, it had spread to his chest. And they were like, this is like really rare, like doesn't really ever happen. So of course I had to be dads. That was one of these small percentages. Yeah. Um And they were, then they said, right, it's not curable, but it's treatable. And we were like, okay. He's gonna just go for treatment, come back, you know, just keep on having his checks. Every single time he went for a checkup, it had spread somewhere else in the body. So literally it spread from his so stuck throat, chest, lesions in the brain, back to the chest, back to his head, and then finally, literally was like everywhere, like in his like body, and um, it just spread everywhere. Um, and then we got told he had. I think it's four weeks left to live, and it was literally four weeks he had. Um, but him and my mum got married in hospital, like, two weeks, like, two oh. or three weeks, three weeks away, so they finally got married. But, yeah, that's the story of my dad.
1: <laughs> so you, you were on a proper roller coaster then, because, obviously, yeah, you had the good news that everything was clear,
0: and then it literally changed so quickly. Yeah, honestly, and I just thought, like, I just... You just you're in denial of that that you're going to ever lose a parent, like. Mm. And I was like, he would just keep on going for treatment. My dad, my dad can't die. He's never going to, you know, he's going to live until he's old. And oh, it's just so shit. Cause I, I was so close. Like we were such a close family. Cause I'm an only mm. child, and we were just like he was like my, my best mate. And God, the way, when he passed, it was just like your whole world just comes crashing down. Was we'll I mean, he in hospital? Or was he did he go to a hospice um so he so oh, this is another thing so they said right the last thing you can try is chemo but he gave him sepsis so he got rushed straight into hospital oh. yeah. and they said like you can try again but we don't really advise it um yeah. so you have four weeks left left to live um so he and my mum obviously said like no, there's no point going through that again to get sepsis. Um, so he, he, he was in hospital, but he come home and pass passed away. Like me and mum cared for him, had some help from the key truspice. Um, But yeah, otherwise it was mainly me and mum. And I I'd got made redundant as well. So I got to spend like the last few weeks with him. So. So how how old were you when, when he passed? Um, so if he passed away in 2021... 20, so we're in 2022 now I would have been I think I would have been 26 because I literally mm. had my birthday like a few months after so yeah 26. yeah
1: see I was 29 and then I just it's such a weird age to like lose a parent because I mean you're an adult so you you can you can understand and, and you know you can appreciate how poorly they are and obviously you can accept it but you just still feel a little bit like robbed like yeah. like
0: why so soon i know like i remember the first the day we got told he had Was like oh so you were still see me have children and you know move out with james and you know because you had had your children had you or not mm,
1: yeah, yeah i had yeah so yeah Ted, teddy was two Miley was nine i think so yeah so have you has so James knew your dad then
0: yeah my dad's absolutely loved James Um, see that's a comfort isn't it yeah so I'm so glad because I had some right wrong and boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) so it's nice that dad's got to see me with like the person that I'm going to spend like the rest of my life with I know that's cringy but you know it's nice dad's got to see that it's a comfort too
1: because like when mum died I like Ryan knew mum for a good two or three years before she died so it was comforting because then it wasn't like I was grieving on my own like he knew my mum too so he'd be like oh your mum would find that funny wouldn't she like you know like it was like yeah I could like bounce off of him in that sense but how was the um I know it's a bit of a morbid question but how was the first few days afterwards for you how did you
0: cope you and your mum do you know what? It was so like, and even to this day now, you think they're going to come back.
1: Like mm. you just,
0: you just think like, oh, they're on like a long holiday or like they're away for work. I just, I, I see everyone's so different. And th- this is question, I don't know if you like this or not, but when people ask me like for advice on how to cope, I, I, I do it. I say like, I can't give advice because sometimes when people are giving me advice, it made me really angry. Cause I was like, that's not, that's not true. So I won't give advice cause I don't want to anger anyone. But mm. we, we actually, we sorted like dad's clothes out and stuff quite quickly. And me and mum to the state say, we're so glad we done it when we did. Cause otherwise that would still be there. Yeah. Like, like all of his clothes and like, it was mainly just his clothes that like, we went through. We were like, we've kept like the main ones. But like, because we always used to take, am I allowed to swear on this? I like, of course you can. <laughs> so we, we used to take like, the piss out of him. Like whenever we used to go on holiday, he would like have these tops that he's had for years and years and years. And they would have like stains on and we would like wind him up about them. Vintage. Yeah. Literally, he'd be like, no, 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 no. It's not ready to throw yet. Even though I had like a hole in it or something. He was just. <laughs> so you've kept them. We got rid of some of them that were just absolutely just dis- disgusting, but we kept like he had like a loot in town Christmas jumper. We kept like his dressing gown, his top that he passed away, in he p- he passed away in a vest I actually sleep with like over my neck um, mm. and I've had that 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 will only ever stay in the house, so I won't take it when I go away in case I lost it, Joe, you know, it's funny what you spoke about though, like sometimes it feels like they're on a just on
1: a holiday like I, I sometimes think that with mum in a way, like I think God, she's fucking good at hide and seek. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, sh- what, come out now, Carol. Do you know what I mean? It's been fucking ages. Dinner's getting cold. But, um, and do you know what as well about the advice thing, getting angry? I felt that because I had a few people say to me, oh, you've only got to get to the funeral. Then when you get to the funeral, you'll be fine. Are you joking me? After the funeral, it was worse. Yeah,
0: it is. Because it's you like, find that. yeah, it's like, they're gone. That's it. Like, because I don't, I don't know if you did, like, we went and saw dad, you know, like, um, mm, yeah, in the chapel our, of rest type thing. Yeah, we was going yeah. to see him, um, mm. which that was hard, but comforting at the same time. Yeah, we're still like seeing them and giving them, obviously, like a kiss or whatever. Um, but yeah, the, after the funeral, it's like that is it, you are not ever seeing them again, like, they, they're gone. Mm
1: see I don't know how I felt I, I didn't feel that comforted when I saw mum it actually freaked me out she was like really? it, it was mum but she's in like this Elvis Presley like coffin box that she wanted to have with like red lining and then I just I don't know she just didn't really look like her it was so strange I just no. I just walked I walked out really I just thought yeah. I've had enough Carol
0: and this just proves how different people are like yeah I I found comfort you didn't and that's one thing that I want to stress to people how different everyone copes with with this that's why you can't really give advice because everybody's
1: so so different yeah um some people will find closure from the funeral for me I didn't for me I it made feelings worse in a sense and then you know afterwards well I didn't have much else to do I didn't have a funeral to plan for People weren't rallying around as much. Suddenly everyone goes back to life, you know, work and you're on your own and you're just
0: like, oh God, it's quiet. That's the hard part, just yeah. it being so quiet. Yeah, yeah that's what mum, mum said. Like other people's lives sort of go on as they should. Like like life's too yeah. short to be, you know, wasting it. But it's just like your lives, are like, like stopped. Like they're not the same anymore, which is just shit. But it's.
1: Do you know, yeah. I think losing mum, though, has desensitised me to some things. But I don't want, to sound, <laughs> don't want to sound mean, but Clara, I saw this TikTok last night. And this girl, her hamster died. And she got it put into ashes. And then she took it to build a bear. And she put it into a bear. Oh and it's no. a hamster. I just think these people can't have lost anybody.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> because
1: no, no. hamster
0: died the other day. And I just
1: thought, oh, you know, put it in the bin
0: our hamster was just buried in the back garden <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: literally yeah. I mean we did say a few words but other than that you know it's just
0: it's bloody crazy but yeah you don't know real loss but to to someone that's never lost someone that is probably really like significant to them Whereas, that's probably their grief yeah because obviously my nan recently passed away as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: and for me like what upset me more was the thought of, you know, because it's my dad's mum. Like, oh yeah, it just, it just bring brought back memories. And like the funeral yesterday, I just completely like broke down because walking in, I was I was just having flashbacks to, like dad's funeral because it was exact like it was the same like place that he had his funeral, and I just broke down, just completely broke down. But I'm I'm gonna miss my nan. Of course, I am. Like. But she had a good life and she, you know, she lived until my, my dad would have loved to have lived, like mm. late 80s. And, you know, that's how life, you know, should go. And, you know, I, I, I'm sad that I've not got any nans anymore, but she had that good life that my dad's yeah. missed out on them last
1: years. Chloe, you're so brave to even go to another funeral, because honestly, I think once you have lost somebody like like a parent or a child, a sibling, going to another funeral is, it's like hell on earth. It's yeah. uh, For me, it's like anxiety attack
0: central. Do you know what I mean? I did have quite a lot of breakdowns. Um, yeah. As soon as I arrived at my nan and granddad's house, because we went from there, Um I walked in, and my mum, granddad, and my uncle and James was with me, and I just broke down and said, "I just, I just can't go through another funeral." But no. I done it, and you know, I' am very proud of all of us for getting through that. But hundred percent,
1: it was. Ryan's nan died last. I was gonna say last week, then no, last year, <laughs> and um, we got like the information through the same situation. The funeral is being held at the same place. Mum's funeral was. And I was just like, oh no, I've got to put a brave face on because this is this is Ryan. You know, he's his nan, it's just like his mum. You know, I had to be strong for him. I had to sit at the back though of the funeral because I was I was so nervous. My heart was pounding yeah. in my chest. I thought I might have to leave. But the craziest thing happened. You know the you know the people that walk in front of the hearse? That you, that you hire at like, you know, you go to the funeral place and they're like there. It, the mm-hmm. same woman that walked my mum up was, was there that like she was walking Ryan's nan and she turned mm-hmm. to me and she went, Chloe. And I was like, oh my God. Like that made me freak. I felt a little bit sick. Like mm-hmm. I, I did give her a quick, like, well, a COVID air hug at the time. So <laughs> it was like a year ago, but I just thought she's so lovely. But I was just like, oh, you're the last person I would have wanted to see today. <laughs> Oh, God. But, again, some people might have found comfort in that, though. Like, yeah. But For me, it was, like, pure, like, you know, just flashbacks. It was like, oh, my God, yeah. whose funeral am I at now? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah. How many did you
0: have at your dad's? So, it was COVID. Um, so, it was only about oh, 20. Yeah. But after seeing Nan's funeral yesterday to dad's, not that I prefer a funeral more, because they're all the <laughs> old shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Yeah, yesterday like you know like there's relations that come up to you that you don't really know and you have to do this mm. self small talk and I was going to James I just want to go home I was like this is why I think dad's funeral was like a bit because you, you know you just you had the funeral there's 20 there you said hi and bye and off mm. you went because after a funeral I think the last thing I don't know this is me personally the last thing I want to do is be chatting around to loads of people I just want to go home and cry <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, like, I I can relate. I mean, mum's funeral happened just before COVID, so there were no restrictions at all. But I had people turning up, and they'd walk up to me and be like, oh, I haven't seen your mum since, oh, 1978. But I do miss her. I just thought, Jesus Christ, I don't even know who you are. Do you even know what colour hair she's got? Like, I bet you don't. Like, I swear
0: people were just coming for the free buffet. Yes. (laughs) It was so so packed, Jesse. I mean, my granddad, he loves the amount of people there. And, you know, my nan... I'm sure probably would have liked that amount of people to t- like turn out to the funeral. Yeah. But for me, I was a bit overwhelmed and I just stood back and people must have thought I was really rude because I just, I just didn't want to talk. And I was just, I was just panicking. Like when we yeah. went to the bathroom, it was so packed in there. You couldn't hardly like move. And I just thought, I'm going to collapse. Like I went dizzy. I thought, I'm going to collapse. I'm going to collapse. Oh my God. I did the I did the exact same
1: <laughs> mum's funeral. I don't even know how I stayed standing. I felt so lightheaded.
0: Oh, it, it's it's so, definitely being overwhelmed, stress, isn't it? Yeah, stress does funny things to you because yeah. I, I've, <clears> last <throat> week, I've been going so dizzy. And yesterday it just clicks me when I'm stressed, I get like this. So, I've been unintentionally like stressed, you know, when I mean? you don't think you are, but you are.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um at mum's funeral as well think about being dizzy because I, I was trying to avoid that I actually went around the back of the church to avoid everybody and I looked right through a bush <laughs> and I could see my poor sister everyone's going up to her like Keely so sorry for your loss and then I could see her going to the next person they're repeating it and repeating mm-hmm. it and I think, I couldn't have done it. I literally would have passed out. I, kn- yeah. I know people mean well, and it's so lovely for them to to say something and try and give you some comfort. But obviously, yeah. in the same breath, it can be very
0: overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, see, at Dads, we literally had, like, 20 people who I knew. Like, I knew everyone that was there. So, yeah. you know, you don't feel so overwhelmed. But when it's loads, of, you do, you just think, oh, my God, I can't cope. But, um How how's
1: it been since? Like, how have you done anything like, not like special? But have you done like bereavement therapy? Have you done online therapy, or or are you just doing it solo? You feel
0: okay, or I won't, I won't. I don't know. Like, I, I just think I know. Again, this is where people are different. For me, it's not going to bring him back. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. like going to talk about it. I think it's just going to might make me worse. Like, I feel like. I do obviously have moments where I I really can't cope, and poor James, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> but um, um, I just I don't know. I've been to therapy m- many years ago about something completely different, and they bring up all this different trauma, and I'm like, I don't I don't want to go through that again. Like because you'll bring up other things and.
1: Yeah I I didn't like that either but I did go to bereavement therapy and that's good because like they don't really give a shit about your childhood thank god because I swear every time I'm in therapy they're like oh do you think it stemmed from your childhood I'm like no it didn't but bereavement's good because there's so many people there in different situations and then when you hear what who they've lost and how it's affected them it gives you like a little bit of like encouragement like okay if they can like lose their wife that they've been married to for 50 years then i, I can hopefully get through this you know like it just gives you that like, sort of like food for thought i guess yeah
0: i don't know like maybe one day i'm never gonna say never but actually like therapy i i don't think i would mm. just oh i just i just like to keep myself busy but when i like lie in bed i don't know about you it's when i lie in bed I have flashbacks of like him being in that bed, like when he had sepsis, like all the times that he got told that it's spread and seen his face, like yeah. yeah.
1: I mean that's yeah, quite similar. I I try not to think about mum in hospital because that's the part that's hard. I can I can think about mum <laughs> at home on her good days and things like that, or even in hospital, but when she was sitting up in bed chatting, that's okay. But, like, the the times where she would have, like, panic attacks because of how ill she was or when she was in intensive care, I
0: can't think about that too much because all the
1: beeping of the machines, like, that freaks me out.
0: Yeah, no. I I try. When I'm with Mum and James, we always have, like, last, because Dad's was just so funny. Was he? Like, I actually think, like, you and him got on really well. Like, (laughs) you said, I really love watching, like, your videos, your sense of humour, like, the the duck i i just i find it so funny i always remember one of one of the funniest videos like after i'd lost dad that made me really laugh was um ash you know ash and chel's life story. yeah yeah and somebody had like commented like did you have a first dance with your dad or will you or something like that and she's like dad dad like, yeah, that, i know exactly what you're talking about that that just had me creasing like i just just love that And i thought dad would find that so funny yeah, like, I love watching yeah videos like that. Just that 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 happened. might have been yeah that might be one of the first
1: videos I ever saw of her as well. Actually,
0: yeah, and I, I love that too. I I saw and yeah, that just just had me in But yeah, we we always try and think of like the really good, happy, funny memories. The last thing he ever said to James because <laughs> he where he had like the lesions in his brain, he was a bit not all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and James, like, said goodbye to him. And he said, see you later, you. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah.
1: No way.
0: And we just laughed so much at that. Because, like, that's the <laughs> last thing he ever said to James. And that is just, like, funny. Like, we like that. I know some people might not find that funny. But to us. Love that. That's, that's hilarious. And that's funny. And that's a nice memory we have of him. Even though he going to be prime but it was funny. He would like that reminds me of my mom. Actually, she
1: would say that she she that was her favourite swear word. She'd be like, black yeah. oh, it rolls
0: off the tongue, doesn't it? I'll be like, not really. <laughs> I know some people really don't like that word, but it was just he was like lying in bed, and it, you know when you just think, just piss off. So he's just like, yeah, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Do you know
1: I yeah. got I got called into hospital a few weeks before mum died, and at the time. The phone call just said, can you come in? We need to talk about something to do to do with Carol, your mum. So I, I was like, oh God, she she's about to die. This is what this is gonna be. So I rushed in there, got pulled into this this office, and basically, long story short, mum had been sexually harassing one of the poor workers there. Literally <laughs> now, honestly, that sounds awful. But he was a gorgeous <sighs> Italian like porter or something and mum kept you know like trying to flirt with him and flirt with him anyway in the end he put in a complaint this woman called me down and I I had the had the meeting and I said look leave it with me sometimes she doesn't realize she's taking a joke too far I'll talk to her so I went in I went mum you do realize that I've had to be called in because you keep flirting with that poor Italian guy and he's had enough she went he'll give in eventually (laughs) that's
0: all she said she did not give a shit. Oh, he'll give in eventually. Oh, that's hilarious. See things like that. I just, I just love like they're they're just such nice, happy, laughable moments, aren't they? <laughs> that's hilarious. literally.
1: I tried to explain to her, mum, that could be sexual harassment. She's like, oh, shut up! <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> she <did> not care. <laughs> how's your How's your mum like moving on? How is she
0: doing? Um. So she obviously. So she also lost my nan her mum um of course yeah to throat cancer as well so i was only about seven when nan my mum's mum passed away so like she's had to witness losing her mum and now losing her husband to sort of like well cancer so Mm. she i uh, she's been so strong for me like i've never met like parents as strong as my mum and dad like my dad fought to the end mum is just so strong but she obviously struggles and you know the thought of her being by herself absolutely kills me and cripples me um because people always say to me like oh you've moved out already you've left her or do you not live with your mum anymore and i'm like like i I was gonna move out like no matter when i done it 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 was gonna be hard and yeah and i Like maybe thinking of my mum, but you're not like you're not thinking of like how stressful that is. Like keep on saying to me because it's reminded me that I don't live with her anymore. But Mm -hmm. um, we get on so much better now, actually, that we don't live together because she's very uh, she's very OCD and I'm not very OCD. (laughs) (laughs) So bit of a clash. Yeah, but she's you know she keeps herself busy. She obviously has her moments, um, as anyone would, but
1: Mm. she's strong.
0: She's very strong. I have
1: to ask, has, has the throat, obviously that's happened twice now. Is, has that given you some sort of health
0: anxiety towards things to do with your throat now? Um, so literally when dad's passed away, oh, I had a lump in my throat. Oh my God, I, I've never talked to oh, anyone. No. Obviously James and my mum. And it literally was like what I saw in dad's mouth. So I just freaked out. I just freaked and I just... Yeah. I remember looking in the car, I was going, mum, mum, I've got a lump like dad has. I've got a lump like dad has. And she was like, you're okay, like, just go to the doctors or whatever, you're fine, you're fine. And I remember just, I just broke down in the car, um, a bit a doctor's appointment, but dentist, and it was fine. Obviously, I'm I'm fine, I'm all okay. But, Mm. like, it was, again, a flashback, and I was thinking, oh, my God, like, this is it. I've got what dad has, I've got to go through all that. Like, you do, you, you get ahead of yourself, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Have you you ever had anything like... Yeah,
1: since mum's kidney situation, and obviously I'm a type 2 diabetic, and kidney disease is a a lot more common in diabetics. Um, Although saying that, I am type 2, and I should just point out that it's nowhere near as common as type 1. But that freaked me out. I mean, every every opportunity to mention it to the doctors, I was. I I went for a smear test about two months ago and while she was doing her business I was like I'm a bit worried about my kidneys truth be told can we check my kidneys she's like you've come here for a smear I know but what do you think about this you think that's a kidney issue and then I'll just describe something so ridiculous and she'll be like no that sounds quite normal but I mean I've had kidney function tests, and they're fine and I'll I'll have them every you know so often but I think it is just something that's going to be in the back of my head now which which is ridiculous because you know my dad's had uh, two heart attacks, and he's still here. But I wouldn't say I worry too much about a heart attack. But for some reason, I think probably because mum had such a—it's it, such a long process. You know, you do watch somebody get from being diagnosed to looking relatively okay to obviously right to the end of dying. You watch that whole journey, and you know, I think you'll be insane if you walked away from it and didn't worry about you know ending up like yeah. them. It's,
0: it's just embedded in you, isn't it? Yeah, no, you do. You just anything now of the mouth I'm like oh my gosh like I need to go get that checked immediately you just you just mm. you go into like overdrive panicking but you know what was the lump um it was just literally I think I can't remember what it was to be honest I think I was just being like over over dramatic because it wasn't tonsillitis because I've my tonsils out. I remember they, oh, they gave me a course. That was it. So I went to the doctors and I was demanding that it would be tested for cancer. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. no, 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 you need to just take these antibiotics. I think it was like a, fun- is it fungal? Like a fungal infection or something. something. like that, yeah. Yeah. And I felt so sorry for this doctor. I was like right to margin. He was so good though, bless him. He was like, look, I'll call you in a week. Um, yeah. And he, did, he checked in on me. And, you know, I I was fine. And I I thanked him a lot and said sorry a lot to him. But um, yeah, I think it was just like a a viral infection or fung something like that. I can't remember what it was, but obviously it's not made that much of an impact on me because I can't remember what it was. (laughs) But funny enough though I, I, used to, I worked at Lidl and this
1: young lad um he had like I think his was mouth cancer in the end that that sounds roughly about right but he showed me he had a lump on like the side of his mouth and then um he's fine by the way he he like he went through like I think it was um was it radiology or something radiotherapy that's, that, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he went. Yeah, he went through that. He's absolutely fine now. But I remember even that played on my mind. I, I, I don't know what it is. Whether it's because I'm just, I just now I have a bit of health anxiety. But I mean, a week after that, I was sitting at the checkout, just scanning. I was like, oh, I've got a lump on the roof of my mouth. It was an ulcer, just a general, normal, not a big deal ulcer. I was like yeah. oh my Christ um, and Ryan was like you can't catch it you know just because he's got a lump in his mouth doesn't mean you're gonna get it I'm like I know but what if it's a thing you know what if everyone in Lidl is gonna get you, this thing you do you panic anytime James is here. I'm like well, you, you need to do a
0: appointment then
1: yeah I mean it's <laughs> not it's not the worst thing in the world is it to be overly
0: cautious no its it's better to be cautious as long as you're not because there is a lot of people that are really really panic and do like waste NHS time. Well, yeah. Not, not like that. Like if you are obviously ill and you are really feeling symptoms, of course, go and get that checked. Go to the doctors. But if if you're wasting NHS time every single day, please stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I just I said I I like I love talking about like dads and like this. Like I will so. You know, if I'm, it's going to, like, help others, like, talking about it, I think people should talk and not hold things in.
1: Mm, um, definitely. In.
0: That's one bit of advice that I would give out of everything is talk about it. Don't hold it in because that will kill you inside, keeping that trapped inside. Definitely.
1: Chloe, leave us with one of your favourite ever memories, favourite holidays, anything like that with you and your dad.
0: So... Me, mum and dad used to always go to Cyprus. That was our family holiday. Nice. <laughs> we Mum had gone to bed, me and dad stayed down, had a few cocktails, uh, someone doing karaoke. This man was shite. <laughs> <laughs> we ourselves. Like, just ourselves. <laughs> and that's, that's one of my favourite memories. Of Dad's. Just watching someone do shite karaoke. <laughs> yeah, at that point, it was really good. but like, you know, he's like, I think it's like Bon Jovi's like, yeah, we're well, yeah. here <laughs> and we just we just wet ourselves (laughs) wet ourselves oh my
1: god um what was your dad's name Stuart Mitchell Mitchell. okay this podcast is dedicated to Stuart Mitchell guys Chloe thank you so much for chatting to me today I really appreciate it thank you for having me
0: on here like I really appreciate you asking me to come on here (laughs) I will love you and leave and let you get on with the rest of the day I love you and leave you as well bye everyone
1: Kissing. Bye bye. <laughs>